All right. Cool beans. So, hey, Isaiah, how are you doing, man? Good. How are you doing, bud? Doing good, man. Hey, I like your poster in the background. The... Over here? Oh, yeah. 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 I, you know, that was, what one is that? That's Infinity War. That was, that was, you know, when that came out, man, big stuff. Yeah. Did you get that, that right after or was it sometime later after Infinity War? Uh, yeah, no, it was pretty much right after. And it was, yeah, because it was, it was before Endgame that I got it. And, you know, oh. little did we know. How, how crazy it would end up being. But, exactly, you know. exactly. Well, first off, uh, I just want to say to whoever's listening, uh, I have my cousin Isaiah with me, right? And then, like I said, this is like going to be like an experiment on my part to see how I like podcasting or not. But today, what we're going to like go over is uh, our thoughts about the Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, which came out the 6th. Well, technically, on the- nowadays, when they release movies, it's really Thursday nights. But anyways, mm-hmm. we're going to go over our thoughts about the movie and then what it can lead to the feature and later in the other MCU projects. And then, uh, and then we're going to catch up first of all. And then if we have time, we're going to talk about our thoughts about Moon Knight. So anyways, Isaiah, um, <clears throat> so tell me, when did you see, when did you see Dr. Strange's multiple weirds of madness? who did you see it with and what did you thought? Yeah. So I also, I mean, I guess it's only been out for what is today? The seventh. So it's only been out for like two days, but um three days yeah no two days and uh i saw it thursday night at around six six seven whatever and yeah it was i still went to see it with a friend of mine uh we usually go see marvel movies together and uh yeah i mean and this one was a little bit shorter i think it clocks in at just over two hours as opposed to what no way home was like two and a half hours or two hours and 20 minutes or you got internals um, that was freaking two two hours and 30 yeah. minutes Jeez. Yeah. See, a movie like that should have been long. Yeah, and I think this is probably the shortest, most recent Marvel movie, which is kind of nice. Uh, mm-hmm. And yeah, that was. I think I think that's everything you asked, right? Is who I saw it with when I saw it. And, yeah. And yeah, be- so. and before we go any further, I just want to say, anyone that's listening, I'm going to give you a good five seconds to lead this uh, session. If you have not seen it yet, because we're going to do some spoilers, obviously. Yeah, so, that, that's it. I was thinking about that. That's important to let yeah, people yeah, know. So, yeah. No, I'm open-minded like that. So I'm going to mm. do the countdown right now. Five, four, three, two, one. Okay, Isaiah, really, given your... Can you believe everyone died? No. That's <laughs> good. Well, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, let me... Like, I want to hear your, like, <laughs> detailed thoughts now that you can give spoilers, you know? Yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed it. I know... Cause I think I don't remember exactly what it's sitting at on Rotten Tomatoes, but I think it's like 80, 78, somewhere like it's, it's, it's pretty right. high, <clears throat> excuse me. And it's higher than Eternals. I can tell you that much, but, um, <laughs> and I really enjoyed the pace, like how fast it goes. You're mm-hmm. it's, it picks up right away. And right. I think oh that personally, I think that's uh, a plus for the movie. I have seen some people who feel like it moves too fast. Uh, but I didn't feel that way at all. I thought that it was paced well. I didn't think it really dragged anywhere. Um, obviously, it's not, it's not a perfect film, but, you know. Right, right. For, for, for a Doctor Strange sequel, especially considering when Doctor Strange first came out, people were like, who, yeah. who is this guy? What does he do? And people started to love him over the course of Infinity War and Endgame, obviously. But uh-huh. um, I think this was a really good sequel. And there was a lot of cool uh, cameos which, you know, we can talk about later. Um, yeah. And that was that was awesome. And I thought that it also ends in such a way that sets itself up for organic uh, future storylines. Exactly, right? exactly. 
Yeah, you're right. It just felt like the pacing was good. You know what I'm saying? I didn't feel like at all it dragged on. I felt like they maybe kept my attention the whole time, you know? Mm. And then uh, I don't know if you can agree with this, but you know what I was thinking the whole time when I was watching the movie? What's that? So I feel like it kind of like took off. It wasn't your own MCU typical movie. I felt like in my opinion, in my head, that it felt like a Terminator concept type of movie where like besides saving the universe first, right? It was Doctor Strange giving, sacrificing all everything he can, giving his all just to predict this one girl. And kind of like Terminator 2, right? The plot Terminator yeah, is protecting John, protecting John Connor at all costs. You know I'm saying, yeah, he was trying yeah. to save the world from Judgment Day, but really it was saving the person, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I, I would completely agree. And I, I didn't even think of that parallel. And that, that's a good, that's a good call out too, where mm-hmm. uh, America Chavez, as she, you know, her character, you already find out, has basically been almost murdered like several times by oh, other yeah. Doctor Stranges. And so she's kind of wary on if she can trust them or him, our main, main Steven. And that acceptance by her towards the end where she's like, you know what? It's fine. You can, you can kill me this time or whatever. And when she's talking to, to zombie strange, Mm -hmm. um, I thought that was, that was pretty powerful uh, for her to like accept it. And then strange being like, you know what? No, we can actually, we can do this a different way because he seems to be the one strange out of, you know, the entire multiverse that isn't a complete asshole. You exactly, know? yeah. <laughs> like, he's still an asshole, uh-huh. um, but he's he's just different, you know? Yeah. So. And then Isaiah, to, like, respond to your point, which I completely agree, honestly, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was watching, so, you know me, so after I watched, like, any movies, especially MCU movies, I really go into detail watching, like, YouTube videos about reviews or Easter mm-hmm. eggs, you know? And I saw a comment in one of the videos saying, you know, if it wasn't for Spider-Man No Way Home, Stephen Strange wouldn't be like this, right? Because I think mm. in realistic uh, or technical mm. Spider-Man, but really what we know, Tom Holland, Peter Parker, told him, hey, give people a second chance. Mm-hmm. So, I, so I think that if it wasn't for that, then Doctor Strange wouldn't, really, wouldn't give a shit about this girl, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah, I think in C, I guess we don't know exactly what dr strange like remembers for sure because they, they they do make that joke in the beginning where it's like oh yeah we've had recent bullshit with the multiverse that we've had to deal with and so they remember helping spider-man right we know that yeah but we also in in the end of uh no way home when Doctor Strange is like, you know what? I I will miss you. Like maybe maybe I don't completely hate you or whatever. Exactly. I I think I think from the beginning of that movie though, he was kind of just being a hardhead. But there's still evolution from like the beginning of of the first Doctor Strange movie mm-hmm. versus the end of the Doctor of the Doctor Strange movie. Mm-hmm. And I think that just continues throughout No Way Home. But I also think it continues throughout this film as well because mm-hmm. even uh, his relationship with Christine Palmer or Rachel McAdams, um, and the alternate version of her or whatever, uh, you, 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 at the beginning of the movie, you're like, okay, he's, he's a relatively okay guy. You know, he, he sacrificed a lot for Spider-Man. I guess Spider-Man sacrificed a lot too, I guess, but there's still, he's not a bad guy at the beginning of, of Multiverse of Madness at all, Mm -hmm. but he continues to evolve and, and accept that he can be happy, uh, 
and needs to learn to be happy. So I think that there are different aspects of his character that evolve over the course of this film that don't necessarily mean that he's an asshole, you know, uh, or was an asshole. Because at the beginning of the first movie, yeah, he's an asshole. He like is is super mean to Christine Palmer. Yeah, kind of like Iron Man, you know, look look at him. Mm -hmm. He was he was an arrogant Mm -hmm. asshole at the beginning. Mm -hmm. And look at him, you know, sacrifice himself to save the whole universe. Yeah. Yeah. Which and that interests me a lot. Uh, if we can kind of segue into uh, the, the cameos. Um, mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And how and the, they'll, ha- they'll maybe they'll explain this. Who knows? I don't care if they do or not. <laughs> but we, we get the line in in what Infinity War where he's like, look, I've seen 14 million different ways on how this can go down. Mm-hmm. This is the one. And he reiterates it that this in that in this movie when he's at Christine's wedding to the doctor from the first one where he's like, that was was the only way we had. I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry your brother's dead, but everyone else got to live. And then in this movie, later on, when we meet the Illuminati, we find out that in this reality, they did win. Uh But at like, is the reason that this was not one of the 14 million that worked was because strange died. Mm-hmm. So it, well, they kill him, actually, you find out, which is kind of like yeah. scary. Plot twist, yeah, so, it's scary. It's yeah, scary. yeah. So, so yeah, I don't know how that works out if, like, if that was one of the realities he saw and was like, you know what, I'm not going to do that. Uh, because obviously that team makeup on Titan is completely different than than what we got in, in Infinity War. Yeah. Um, you know, it's got fucking Professor X and, like, all this other crazy shit. Yeah. So, yeah, I, 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 I don't know the relationship between our timeline and that timeline, you know? Yeah, it's kind of with this uh, main thing that the MCU is now doing with the multiverse, it kind of creates confusion. But to me, I try my best not to overthink it and just let it flow. <laughs> like, let the other projects go out so that way we can understand it more. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's that's the one big thing that, it, that yeah, I think you point to very well is that, you know what, at the end of the day, this is about a guy who does magic. Don't overthink it. Don't, exactly. don't try it, you know? Or the movie before this is about a spider guy and everyone went insane because a guy who plays an octopus man came back from a previous movie and everyone yeah. lost their shit. Yeah, so, just, yeah. yeah. Don't take like, it seriously. Yeah, like either you're a diehard MCU fan like us or just you're, or just a person that likes movies, just watch it as it own. That's how I take it. Yeah, then, I, I completely agree. <laughs> speaking of the cameos, you gotta hear this shit. So, mm-hmm. um, so I went with my friends. Okay, so... Here's how mine worked out, right? So I was in my head, you know what? No matter what, I want to see Multiverse Madness on Friday, right? Opening, technically, quote, unquote, opening night, right? Yeah. So last, earlier this week, I was like to my friend, Jesus, right? I was like, man, do you want to watch the movie in, on Friday? He's like, yeah, I'd be down, bro. And I was like, you know what? You can invite Brian if he wants to go, right? And then, so he asked, Jesus asked Brian to go. And then it turned to Brian taking his girlfriend, Allie, which is no problem because they're both cool, right? Mm-hmm. And then it turned to Allie asking her sister, Abby, which is like real, one of my great friends, right? And mm-hmm. turned, Which turned to Abby taking her friend, Sam, which is she's awesome as well. Sam's a diehard MCU art fan too. And it just it just became like this all big group, you know what I'm saying? Eventually. Yeah. So it was just awesome having like catching up with those uh, with my friends because I've not seen those people in forever, right? But anyways, mm-hmm. like Abby and Allie, right? Which is the sisters, right? Um, they didn't, they're not MCU fans, so they were so confused, right? Of why mm. the crowd is cheering. So, when you know the scene when Professor X came out, so yeah. when, when he comes out, 
I'm like, woo! Like, along with the, the, ch- yeah. stuff with the other crap, because I don't care. I'll decide, yeah. right? And mm-hmm. then, literally, both of them at the same time, they didn't look at each other, but literally, at the same time, coincidentally, they said, who the fuck is that? <laughs> it's funny. Well, yeah, just be, like, the MCU has gotten to such a point, and that, especially with, like, the Professor X cameo, where that is, that is, that is from a different universe, that is whatever, um, so theoretically, is it all canon now? Who fucking knows? But um, right. that you you cannot just jump in. You can't because how the fuck how the fuck do you even begin to explain this stuff to someone who doesn't watch it? Unless unless you know you just you just watch it for a good time. It is a good action movie. You know it's fun. But yeah. all these references um, right in the beginning of the movie when they like cut to Wanda and you can hear the WandaVision theme. Yeah, and like that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like that sounds cool for us. They probably had no clue. Oh, exactly. that's a weird little song. What's going on? Yeah. I, um, yeah. But when I looked, so yeah, my, it's, it's too late for that for those people. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. Know? Like I looked up to every once in a while when we were watching Vivi, when I would look at people's reactions, it was always mm-hmm. Allie and Abby that would be like they get the would get the confused look. Everyone yeah. else was like like that because they because the other people that went with me knew about what was going on so i remember mm-hmm. abby would talk to her friend sam but like asking her questions after maybe right whispering hey what's going on what's going on yeah. and i would see ali talking to brian because they're dating right yeah uh, i would see ali talking to brian like hey like, like what's going on what's going yeah. on <laughs> what the so, fuck is this yeah yeah i know yeah, I, I agree with you it takes like if you it takes a while for new people to catch up because people there's 20 there's not 28 films officially Mm-hmm. in the mcu films right and after that you gotta catch up to like what five to six tv projects mm-hmm. I, that's kind of a lot you know what i'm saying and, and and they just keep coming out too and then if you really want to count it because now that we've seen uh hawkeye and no way home you can count i guess the netflix stuff as canon at the very least daredevil you know yeah. So that's another five shows if you want to count those and defenders and we're talking about like six MCU, with punisher yeah yeah so yeah and that's not to say like i said earlier that these people are not allowed like oh no this is a my thing like they're still good for uh, movies and they still make a lot of money so obviously like not everyone is seeing every single thing but people are still going to see these because they want to yeah exactly know? exactly so my friend tanner one well, best best friend tanner he told me he's he's so get this he still has not watched no way home but it's just he hasn't had the time he's a busy dude but anyways yeah. the way the story is that his sister and her friends right they're not mcu fans at all but they mm-hmm. decide to watch no way home with a friend with one of their friends or what do you call it a diehard mcu fan right and they end mm-hmm. up loving it even yeah. though they didn't get even though they didn't watch like the other spider-man movies they didn't watch like mm-hmm. the other what do you call it mcu films they loved it for the film itself which i freaking love to hear that you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. yeah yeah, and that's that's I, I completely agree. It's that's a good thing to hear because especially like No Way Home, I think is I'm pretty sure and this might have changed in the past decade or whatever, but No Way Home or Spider-Man himself is like the singular, maybe besides Batman, like one of the most profitable characters. I there's this bar bar graph that I saw years ago mm-hmm. that's like that has the annual revenue and right. it's like Spider-Man, Batman, and like all other Avengers combined is like way down here, you know? Now that's obviously probably changed and maybe it's equaled out a little bit, but it's just the absolute power of just one character, even compared to the rest of the Avengers uh-huh. uh, in terms of mo- monetarily, not like actual powers or whatever um, is insane. Like it's, it's always been one of the most profitable characters, even going back to, you know, uh, Sam Raimi's original trilogy 
those those movies made so much money back in the day and even even amazing spider-man 2 which like personally not i don't like the movie but it it was considered yeah it was considered like a failure and that's why that universe died or whatever but it still made like 700 million dollars because like like, because the iconic character you know spider-man you know what i'm saying yeah. Now that movie itself, way too much shit going on. They tried to throw out the Sinister Six, and mm-hmm. then Green Goblin comes in the last like twenty minutes or whatever. But, but it's kind of funny even with No Way Home because now then people are like, you know what, Andrew Garfield, probably probably the best Spider-Man in that movie. Where like he just got the most laughs and mm-hmm. you know that kind of stuff. So yeah. So yeah. I'll, okay, I got a side point, right? But I first want to mm-hmm. say, yeah, um, I think the MCU like Kevin Feige, right? The producer of these movies mm-hmm. and, and that team did a good job of redeeming Andrew Garfield, right? That show yeah. that that Andrew Garfield being known him, no way home proved that hey, it was a Sony team or whoever made the Amazing Spider-Man series that failed mm-hmm. to do yeah. it's to do that movie at its greatest. You know what I'm saying? I but, completely agree. And... But anyways, I need to say this point before I forget. Yeah. So yeah. speaking of Spider-Man and multiverse of madness, right? So I was here on TikTok. So here's my downside about Multiverse of Madness, right? So I yeah. might as well say my bad side. I mean, the, what do you call it? My yeah, I guess we got to talk about what we don't like. Yeah, Yeah. so, it, well, I still got to say what my favorite part, my, well, like, I mean, mm. my favorite part. But anyways, so if I had a nitpick, right? So before um, I watched Multiverse of Madness, right? So I'm, I'm on TikTok, right? And I follow, I follow, like, a lot of, like, you know, MCU experts, analysts, right? Mm. So they were all saying that, you know, we're, we're going to give so many more cameos in Multiverse of Madness compared to Endgame. And you know how Endgame, we sold so many cameos, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they were saying we were supposed to see, like, a Tom Cruise, Iron Man, Deviant. Mm-hmm. We were supposed to see Ghost Rider. We were supposed to see one, like, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man or Andrew Garfield Spider-Man, and so mm-hmm. on, so on, right? We only saw a, not that many cameos, but good cameos. Yeah, it was, like, five, yeah. But we, they were good, though, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I completely agree. Um, I think the thing on that, well, one, I guess, big one is we don't know what they cut, you know, because, like, because I, I remember the, the big one that I heard about was that Tom Cruise one as well. Because mm-hmm. and even in the Illuminati scene, there's a lot of questions there because it's like, OK, so like we know those are all those are successful Ultron bots. So assumedly, like those come from this universe's Iron Man or they could be from the comics where it's Hank Pym. who, may, who So maybe Hank Pym died a long time ago in this universe. We don't know. Like, we just don't know. You, you can know? just theorize. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's what you can do. Yeah. Yeah. So we don't know what they cut, obviously. Um, but also, I think part of it is that you can't create all this hype because then, like, kind of like what you're saying, where you were looking forward to the cameos, and then when they don't happen, you're like, "Oh man, like the darn!" And you're kind of like mad at the movie, and that's not the movie's fault. Like, like they yeah. the movie may, maybe they were never in there in the first place, you know? Uh, it just because I remember reading absolutely like insane. Uh, reddit like scoop th- spoiler threads mm-hmm. or whatever that were kind of the same thing where it's like oh ghost rider is gonna team up with dr strange and they're gonna and, and it's like there's that probably never even was filmed or scripted and they probably never called nick cage like all this other stuff but like they just get the clicks you know and and to hype people up and yeah, then it creates bait. this yeah clickbait 100 and it creates this false uh excitement Advert- for the movie or advertising yeah yeah, yeah, false advertising, and for something that was never maybe in the movie in the first place, and I don't think that's the movie's fault. I yeah. think that's more the internet's fault. And exactly, because I mean, I've I've seen people that 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 have been saying that where it's like, oh, I was expecting more, 
And I've also seen people who are like, go in not expecting that because otherwise you will be disappointed afterwards. Kind of like in No Way Home, what MG mm-hmm. says, right? <laughs> yeah. What was yeah. the quote? Yeah. Exactly. What was the quote? What? You can't, I, I don't know it. It's like you can't it, it be disappointed if that's what you expect or something. Yeah. Some, like yeah. That. And I go, yeah. and, that, and then ever since they said No Way Home, right? I, that's really true. I'm like, holy shit, you know? Yeah. But anyways, exactly. yeah. So, so don't get me wrong. I didn't go into the movie I really expecting to see Ghost Rider or the mm-hmm. Spider-Man, right? It was just the back of my head from what they yeah. said. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. And yeah, it's and like, I, it sucks because like the internet, yeah, it's just there's a good side of the internet, but there's downsides. You like the spoilers or the overhypedness, you say, or the false advertisement. So that's why mm-hmm. I try my best. Like just a few days before an MCU movie comes out, I try my best to stay away from it. Yeah. Especially, well, and see, I kind of like generally, I don't care about spoilers. So, um, you're different. You're different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> the night of, or let's see, came out on the fifth, like all the week of all this week, basically, uh, as soon as like people are getting screened or whatever, I'm on Reddit trying to find out what the end credit scenes are and all this other stuff. So, oh, no. I, 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 I knew what they were going in. Because for me, obviously, it's very different between you can read it, you can read it on a thread, and then seeing it happen. Because, you know, I I saw a, a really shitty screenshot of the Illuminati scene uh-huh. on Twitter, where they're, uh, it's when they're confronting Wanda. So it's, you know, it's Mr. Fantastic, and it's Black Bolt, yeah. and Captain Carter, and Captain Marvel. And I was like, oh my god, they fucking did it. They got Jim yeah. from the office. This is all like this is this is such fucking fan casting. That's fucking awesome. So, yeah. <laughs> but then see, seeing it actually happen is like okay, I spoiled myself. But at the same time, seeing it on screen happen, it's like like you said earlier, hearing hearing the the claps and the cheers. It's it's a different experience that I don't think ruins the movie for me. Um, but obviously, like you said, there are a lot of people who would be very angry. Yeah. If they, which I did find confusing for some of the TV spots and trailers. Where, like, we knew Professor X was in it. Like, we heard his voice in mm-hmm. several trailers. And we saw his hand in the hover chair. And we knew Captain Carter was in it. Because, and Captain Marvel. We knew the three of them were there. Just the two big ones that we didn't know. And with Mordo, I guess. I forget that he's one of the, yeah. uh, one of the Illuminati. Um, so the only people we really didn't know were Black Bolt and uh, Mr. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm, I'm glad those didn't get spoiled. But I also wonder why they showed Professor X, you know, because they kind of save him as the last member to get introduced. Mm-hmm. But if you saw those TV spots, you knew he was there. Yeah, you know, it you, is right. You knew he was coming. Up. In your head, you're right. Okay, when is he coming? When is he coming? You know, yeah. more like that. Yeah. But did did you have a favorite a favorite cameo or a favorite member of the Illuminati? I, I think they were all impressive, you know, mm-hmm. honestly, like equally. I mean, yeah. it, was, it was just so awesome. For me, to, when I watch What If, right, it was also seeing like live action uh, Captain Carter. You know what I'm saying? I put it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah. it's like holy shit. They actually transitioned from the cartoon mm. to real life. You know? Yeah, yeah, I agree. I completely agree. So, what's your so Isaiah? Did I ask you mm. what your favorite part about the movie? I know I don't. I don't think it is. So I yeah. I can gladly answer that. You know, I think I'd probably go with two scenes. One would be when he first goes to Wanda and that thing or that interaction where she says America's name and you're like, was is is this a mistake? What happened? And then Dr. Yeah, his face, like, his oh face. my god. Yeah. That that turn, because that's basically 
when you're like, oh shit, like they're not, they're not going with, they're not going to toy with you. Wanda is the villain of the movie. She yeah. is the main threat. And they basically tell you that from the get-go and the movie doesn't stop after that. So I really like that scene where in the apple orchard or whatever. Um, and then it'd also definitely be the, the Illuminati scene because, uh, but when, when they all get introduced, I, I enjoy the fight scene afterwards. I do, but like when you're seeing everybody first, that's where, you know, that's where the cheering happens. That, that was really cool. Yeah, um, yeah. And also, I don't know if you caught this, uh, or, or if, if you watched the video that pointed this out or anything, but when professor X wheels in or hovers in, I guess, um, the background theme music is the X-Men uh, animated show uh, uh, song, like like very quietly in the background. It's like, okay, that's pretty fucking cool. Because, I didn't catch that. I didn't even watch the anime series back in the day. Yeah. It's, well, I guess, yeah. I think we were we were a little bit too young for it. I mean, maybe I, once I, or twice when it was on TV, but yeah. not to the point where I watched it a lot to where I remembered it. But anyway, yeah, go on. Yeah. So yeah, that, that was that was cool because that little musical cue, which the music in the movie also very cool. That whole music fight, like that was awesome. But um, definitely the Illum- Illuminati scene, uh, especially I really like Black Bolt because doing him justice after that awful Inhuman series back mm-hmm. you know a couple years ago, which um, I didn't watch. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, no, me either. Uh, yeah, I can. That was that that whole show was shouldn't have happened, but yeah. but justice for Black Bolt, very cool. Um, when Mr. Fantastic shows up and they say like of the Fantastic Four, he's got the big fucking four in his chest. Yeah. And something I thought interesting, and this has been like a rumor for a while, is <sighs> Doctor Strange says something about like knowing that name. And like, didn't you? And I didn't catch the exact line, but he says something about that team in the '60s. So, and there's been a rumor for a long time that uh, the way that they're going to introduce the Fantastic Four into the MCU mm-hmm. is that they were like contemporaries of Hank Pym back in the 60s. They go exploring into like the quantum realm or the negative zone or something. Right, and yeah. then that's how they're going to be transported to the modern day, kind of like how um, Hope's mom did, where she was stuck for a long time. Uh-huh. And then they just bring her forward. So that's exciting. That, that, that scene, that line of dialogue felt like seeing um winter soldier for the first time and they they name drop stephen strange for no reason you're and you're like i know that name mm-hmm. what does this mean you know like what's mm-hmm. gonna happen mm-hmm. so i'm excited to see what happens with that because we know we're getting a fantastic four in a couple of years whenever that happens and we just saw like news headlines that john watts which which is aka if you guys don't know the director that spelled, that directed the whole uh tom holland spider-man trilogy uh dropped out of the fantastic four film yeah yep and, you know, personally, I'm not too worried about that. Uh, I kind of hope they give it to Peyton Reed. I think that'd be cool. Uh, he's the director of the two Ant-Man movies. Uh, because so he I didn't know, honestly, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He he almost did uh, Fantastic Four. He was in the running for them back in whenever that Fantastic Four movie came out. Not the one with Michael B. Jordan, but... Right, um, which is like a... Which was like, a what, flop I heard. Yeah, it, it was fucking awesome only superhero movie that was like legitimately boring to me but anyway um yeah like 2004 2005 whenever those movies came out when the chris um, evans one yeah 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 peyton reed almost directed those back in the day never happened um and obviously he got Mm ant-man uh and he he's talked about it there's interviews where he was like i would still like to do it um so i kind of hope they give it to him uh we'll see what happens i think it'll be i don't doubt marvel's ability at all so i'm excited for that to happen someday yeah, so we can only wait, Isaiah, about that, which is like, mm-hmm. you know, only time can tell. 
So, anyways, um, I have two scenes. Like, I actually have two scenes on my favorite, right? So, my one of my favorite scenes was just like uh, the Illuminati scene, but not the when Doctor Strange is meeting Illuminati, but when Wanda uses the, her sleep. What do you call it? Dreamwalks and sleepwalks. That variant. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that variant. Something like that. Yeah. Um, uses that variant to literally just kill anyone in her way. Like it's mm-hmm. just like Wanda was. I mean, AKA Scarlet Witch was just absolutely savage. She just gave no fucks, you know what I'm saying? And it yeah, was just, that was and awesome. The kills was brutal. Like, the scene where she's like, son of a, to, what's his name? The oh, mouth guy? Black Wally. Dude, that was, that was scary. That yeah, was like legitimately, people in my theater were like, oh my God. Yeah, the scene where when she said something about like, yep, what about your mouth? And his mouth closed. That's when I knew shit was about to go down. And then she turns Mr. Fantastic into spaghetti. Yeah, and then, yeah, she's just like, yeah, I, I love Wanda. I, I'm surprised we haven't talked to her. I mean, talked about her, yeah, at this mm-hmm. point of the pod. But yeah, it's just so crazy that I can, I can see where she's coming from. But yeah, she just gave no fucks at all, right? And which mm-hmm. leads me to my second favorite scene, right? So, so you know how obviously, you know, she was overpowered. She was po- like powerful, right? Like there's nothing stopping her away, right? To get to where she wanted, which was to see her kids, right? Mm-hmm. So I liked how like everyone was struggling towards the end. Everyone like Wong struggling against her, Strange is strong struggling against her, right? Even America Chavez, right? So America's Chavez is really smart at this point. Well, what well, I'm about to talk about. She's like, you know what? If I can't beat you, I'm just gonna give you what you want, right? And mm-hmm. then look, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I completely agree. That was uh and Marvel has is relatively good about this, and I, I know they get shit for it sometimes, um, where the final fight is just a big laser in the sky or whatever. But some of their movies, you know, a Civil War kind of does this, where you think that the big end battle is going to be Bucky and Captain America fighting those super soldiers or whatever, and then, and then it turns into the Civil War. Um, but this idea of, like, setting up this big crazy fight and then actually going, you know what? No, we're gonna give you something else. We're gonna we're gonna make it different. And I completely agree that that was a very good setup to ultimately Wanda realizing what she's doing is awful. She's mm-hmm. killed a lot of people, and at least in this reality, her children don't get to be hers. You know, mm-hmm. it's very sad. It's, it makes her a very tragic character. But she's also killed fucking. <laughs> a ton of sorcerers. Which, yeah, which we yeah, stuff. like you said, which we say we agree somewhat because she's been through a lot ever since mm-hmm. she got introduced into the MCU. But still, gave still gives her no excuse to kill lots of people, right? And keep mm-hmm. in mind, she mm-hmm. killed a lot of people before freaking and tortured people before Multiverse of Madness. Back from so, whole she, town, yeah. yeah. And she, like, because keep in mind, we haven't mentioned about Civil War. She she's the reason why Civil War is started those events you know mm-hmm. she killed mm-hmm. those people in the building of wakanda you know what i'm saying yeah yeah that, that's that's completely true and i do agree that she is she's she's had a rough basically her entire life I, I mean she's not a real person whatever but like um and it will be interesting something i thought was kind of odd that in all the other realities um, she has her kids but we don't see vision at all i didn't know if we would i thought that would yeah. be kind of cool i have um, a question of that too yeah, because we know White Vision is still out there, and Paul Bettany has talked about it. He's like, if I know Kevin Feige, he's not, that's not gonna just, just disappear. disappear. Yeah. yeah. So I'll, there are a lot of rumors that he'll show up in like Armor Wars or Secret uh, Wars. We don't, Secret Wars, perhaps, but yeah. we don't know uh, 
where he's going to be next. We there's there's nothing that pops out as like, oh yeah, that makes sense. That's where we're going to see Vision. So yeah, not exactly sure. Like Maybe, I said, some some people throw out Black Panther two because if he has the memories, he might go back to Wakanda because they tried to help him before. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah, I'm, like like I said before earlier, only time can tell. You know what I'm saying? You can theorize, mm-hmm. but only time can tell at the end of the day. But anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, back to going back to when America when America Chavez did that, that was such such a good idea by her at the moment because she's like, yeah, I'm, okay, everyone's getting their ass kicked, right? So why not show the kids how she's a monster? Because remember, Wanda kept emphasizing, I'm not a monster, I'm I'm a mother, right? So mm-hmm, why mm-hmm. not counteract her statement by doing that? That was just mm-hmm. beautiful, like in my eyes. I'm not gonna lie. I I completely agree, and it was I. You know, I didn't actually like get emotional, but it was a very emotional scene where her yeah, kids I didn't get emotional too, but terrify I just, her. Yeah, yeah I, I was emotional. I was just admired it. But anyways, yeah, go on. Hmm. Yeah, and also because I didn't, I didn't exactly catch the line of dialogue, but then I think I read it afterwards on a post uh, about that version, the that variant that she like day walked into or whatever. Right. Yep. Reiter- reiterating the fact that her children will be loved even if it's not by her like don't worry the kids are fine Mm -hmm. you will be fine so like that was also powerful because it showed that just because it wasn't our wanda with these kids Mm -hmm. that they weren't going to have a bad life and for that variant to reiterate that i think also helped snap our scarlet witch out of this because also how much of it was the dark hold you know i think we'll be able to tell that in the future Mm -hmm. but that book was not good for her mind. Yeah, exactly. Know. It was it was like what Strange said. It was kind of corrupting her, but yeah, she was making those decisions at the end. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Kind of like Venom mm-hmm. makes like Eddie Brock what to do, but yeah, he can mm-hmm. control it. But yeah. anyways, since we're like so since since we're made in time, because I have the free version of Zoom, mm-hmm. we're oh, down yeah. to three minutes and thirty seconds. So Isaiah, your last your thoughts about the post credit scene. Post credits. Uh, and what do uh, you think I, that I, will lead to the MCU? So I really liked them. I thought they were good. Uh, for people who are confused at all why Charlize Theron showed up for no reason, uh, that is the character of Clea, I believe, who is a love interest for Doctor Strange in the comics. And she looks pretty comics accurate, so that's cool. Uh, and we'll see what happens, I guess. It, she She's from the Dark Dimension in the comics, which is the dimension where Dorm- Dormammu's from that we saw in, in Doctor Strange 1. So... I'm excited. We'll see what happens. Uh, we have mentions of incursions, which are uh, a big seed from the Secret Wars um, storyline from like the 70s or 80s. So that's exciting. Uh, I'm just honestly confused, and not in a bad way, but what this is all leading to for Marvel, because we knew we knew Thanos was the big threat back in like 2012, whatever. For this, we have Kang, we have the multiverse, we have Secret Wars, we have also street level shit with like the global repatriation or whatever council so i don't know what it all means we have secret invasion coming up with all the scrolls i don't know i'm very confused what all of it means but i'm excited yeah crazy time to be an mcu fan like now like today but yeah only like i said i know i mentioned this many times time can tell you can theorize mm-hmm. it but you know just one step at a time you know and no i really agree i like your thoughts about like the post credit scenes you know uh mm-hmm. you know pointing right on you know you know what i'm saying but only yeah i think it's gonna get better you know what i'm saying oh, yeah. and then and then how many how much gap was it between Multiverse of Madness and No Way Home? It seems to be not that big because Five months? When, yeah, maybe. Because when they make that joke, 
it sounds pretty recent that that they had to deal with all the multiverse stuff. So yeah, yeah I would say maybe five, six months tops, but we don't get a hard number on it, I guess. Yeah, exactly. So the positive thing about waiting that gap, we only have to wait two more months for Thor and Love and Thunder, which I'm really mm-hmm. excited. And since you know our time's coming to end, um but anyways, I'm gonna ask you, are you excited for honestly, are you excited for Thor and Love and Thunder? Oh my god, yes. That the Taiko Watiti. I think revitalized the Thor franchise. Not saying that the first two were bad, but like Ragnarok, fantastic, and just the humor. The he gets that Thor is kind of a ridiculous character, mm-hmm. so to make him be able to laugh at himself, uh, but also fantastic like action scenes. So I'm I'm excited. I don't think it'll be anything short of fantastic. Mm-hmm, exactly, and I agree with you 100. And I'm excited to see if the multiverse aspect of the MCU, like what we saw in Multiverse Madness, you know, will tie in with Thor Lemon Thunder. Cause we, cause mm-hmm. with Thor, we have not seen a multiverse type of deal with him or with the Guardians. Exactly. So yeah, mm-hmm. um, time's up. Isaiah, seriously, thank you so much for joining me today, talking <laughs> about MCU stuff. And I'm glad that we Let's actually talked, I'm glad we actually talked about it, like, mm-hmm. like person to person besides text. Cause it actually yeah. gets different. Yeah, it does completely. I, I agree with you. And it's, it's nice talking to you. Yeah, I haven't seen you in a while, so it's exactly. always good. Well, thank you, Isaiah. Hope you have a good rest of your week, weekend. And yeah, hopefully uh, I'll see you back here.